0: Two heels in a freeze. Sam nope. Meadowood. <laughs> <laughs> check, check. Check, check on the mic. Yeah. We're good. Testing, testing, Dory.
1: How's the voice feeling today? Voice, voice feels good. Voice feels good. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we have. Uh, well, first off, thanks for listening to this episode of Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast. We have Sam Metalwood in the room, referee extraordinaire, and Sam, right?
0: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it started out as, uh, <clears throat> it just started out as slam Sam. Okay. <clears throat> you asked me about my voice, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> feeling good. <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, like, yeah. yeah. Um, it just started out as slam Sam right mm-hmm. when I was starting. Okay. Um. And then I quickly had to change that because I got booked for Shimmer once. And Caleb's writing down, you know, assigning mm-hmm. the matches to the referees. And he's like, "Okay, Sam, uh, what's your what's your last name? I don't even know your last name. What is it? Or what's your ref name?" Yeah. I'm like, "It's Slam Sam." <laughs> and he looks up and he goes, "No, it's not." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay." So I had to pick the. Uh, I just went with the what street name I grew up on, and there you go. Oh, Sam okay,
1: Meadowood. okay. I didn't even know I th- I thought that was just your shoot name maybe no, not but no. it's, it's a pleasant <laughs> sounding <No>. name.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, my shoot name is Sam Albertson which sucks. Uh, I mean it's <laughs> it's my name. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but it's it does not roll off from the a tongue. theatrical standpoint yeah. you're saying it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It does not. It's hard to say. Right. So, Sam Meadowood flows.
1: Yeah. It just reminds me of like a nice Meadow, I guess, right yeah. with some nice wood.
2: That's and the idea. Peaceful, yeah. Birds and yeah, a river. Mm-hmm. I always say it's Sam the ref. Yeah, ref Sam. Sam, Sam. Rough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So
1: um, we wanted to we wanted to bring you in. Um, I think well because we know you're a supporter of the show, but also because we like you know when everyone's like, oh, let's veer left and bring this person, and Chris and I sometimes want to veer right mm-hmm. or like veer to the center or just veer in a different direction and like. And get other the kind not necessarily the people just in the ring, but the surrounding cast yes. and, and people that like we just had our friend Tyler on who is considered like just you know your your helper, your jack of all trades, like mm-hmm. your super fan kind of guy. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's why we've had in a in a singles capacity, we've had two juice mm-hmm. Andy Long senior yeah. official on mm-hmm. be, like a couple years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're dating ourselves a little bit. And so, yeah, we're, we, we also have, uh, had, uh, Nate, Nate, was on Nate, here, the ref. Yeah. yeah so we've had yeah. good experiences with refs. Yeah. yeah. So why not like continue to, well, write. I feel like
0: it's untapped potential. <laughs> yeah, you know? I exactly. feel like there's, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, fun stories to be had underneath the, uh, underneath the ref Absolutely. umbrella because yes. like we're, you know, and, and, yeah. we're behind the scenes and we're also in the ring performing, you know? Yeah. So it's like, we're, we see everything. We're the, like the ultimate wallflower. Right. You know, so like, I feel like, I feel like more people should take advantage and really like talk to refs more because they see everything. Right. Yeah. I, I So yeah. I really appreciate you guys, first of all. Yeah. Having me on. I mean, it's really nice. Um, refs aren't a very spectacular or sexy no. pick for an interview, but. Not at all. You know, but I think we have just as much to give.
1: Yeah. You guys are like the, the unsung hero. You're like the. Offensive, you're like the center of the offensive line. You're like the relief pitcher out of the bullpen. It's yeah. just like you need people like that on your mm-hmm. team,
0: but no one ever talks about them. Right. The most common like sports analogy is okay. like it's the kicker. You know. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, like that. We've got we've got we've got one job. Mm-hmm. You know. We've <laughs> right right. You know, and if we screw that up, people are like, "What are you even doing?" What are they doing here? Yeah. You screw up the falsy or something. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, you had one thing. To
1: think about. <laughs> uh, it's funny. Yeah. I mean, uh, being from Chicago, right? Not too long ago, we had a very infamous kicker incident. Yep. Which mm-hmm. still hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that analogy resonates with me. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Um, cool we have, we have a, a wrestling buffet line for you um, Chris do you want to help explain the wrestling buffet line since you put together our wonderful agenda today and you are the heart and soul of this podcast
2: well thank wow. you <laughs> That's, uh, I guess I, I it endorse, could man. also be a kicker <laughs> <laughs> um, right so the wrestling buffet line we have the salad bar the hot plate and dessert right mm. the salad bar quick fresh takes we'll get to know you a little bit better hot plate More meaty topics. Uh, Some uh, questions that uh, Charlie laid out here. Yeah, that's more of like... Probably main... More in-depth. Like the rough, rough stuff,
1: maybe in the hot plate, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, the the wrestling platter gets heavy, (laughs) as I stated here in the (laughs) fabulous agenda. Uh, The dessert, guilty pleasures, fun questions, and to top it off, we have word association. Um, Are you familiar with that? Uh, Yes. Okay, so we'll, we'll... go Through the rules of word association, once we get there, okay. it's, a, it's a one word answer. One word, answer. one word answer yeah, first yeah. thing that comes to mind. Yeah, so
1: yeah, and uh, obviously, we have a buffet line style podcast. If you're new, if you haven't listened to us, you the listener, it's because we thank you, by, first of all, for listening. Yes, thank you. That's why we start off every podcast with thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> and we believe our motto is wrestling as a buffet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a not that's like a non discriminatory motto, meaning like. There's all different types of aspects of wrestling, like refereeing, and like we want to. No matter what you like, no matter what you're into, we want to acknowledge that and embrace it, and talk about anything tangentially related to wrestling. Um, So it's a that kind of open environment we like to stimulate, I guess, Mm -hmm. and um, we're also a positive cast. So any.
0: It'll, Except when two juices
1: on. You guys are talking <laughs>
2: about
1: me. Except when it comes to officiating. <laughs> Except when it comes to officiating. Then we get a little criti- critique but we want to follow those up with positives. So.
0: And the positive is that you're here. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. First right? and foremost. Yeah. Give me a chance to clear my name a little
1: bit. <laughs> yeah. So, in that example, freelance officiating has been a little shaky at times, but followed up with the positive.
0: Same right. as here. You know, we just call it like we see it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's we'll talk about your eyesight then because there's a lot of stuff going on. Twenty forty.
2: <laughs> it's normal, okay. It's average.
0: Okay. All
2: right. So uh let's jump right into it. Let's go to the salad bar. Are okay. we ready to start? I'm ready. You ready?
0: Yeah, I got my fork and knife. Cheers.
2: All first righty. of all. Yeah, cheers.
0: Cheers, guys. Cheers.
1: We tapped our it's a Wonderful and, conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Uh and you get Chris has the as he calls it the Michael of Ultra <laughs> the
2: Michael of Ultras yep Cause, cause he's... two Ultras and a Modelo today
1: right and yeah should be the name of the podcast and um and you're trying to keep the carbs down right on that on that
2: diet, <laughs> yes so. I'm trying I'm trying mm-hmm. yeah uh, you know wrestling nights get a little hard like not everybody has a low carb beer so trying to stick not with every, the lights like establishment you mean? yeah mm-hmm. yeah I'm not just randomly buying beer from people like yeah. I don't know. We go over um, to Pedro's RC. That's, that's only true. PBR yeah. probably, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. So getting to the salad bar, Sam, like you've refed for, at least that, that I know of that I've seen, like Cello, Freelance, Freelance Underground, AAW. You've done some work with AEW. You're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and you talked about, you know, that, that instance where Two Jews was writing down your, your name, your ref name. Uh, when did that happen? When did that start? When did you start, you know, you know, because before we started recording, you were talking to me about your shoot job mm-hmm. and how that happened. But, like, when does refing come into place and in all of that? Oh, uh,
0: you know, I've been a fan my whole life. Um, I just grew up watching it. And mm-hmm. it's just one of those things I never grew out of. And just, I started watching in 95 and just was a loyal fan ever since. Yeah. And uh, it, I started out as an actor. Okay, um, I was in New York City and trying to make it big as an actor and doing everything. I was doing film, stage, stand up, yeah. improv, anything you can think of. Um, okay, so I've always had that um, itch for performance. Okay, you no, know, mm. that was just something that I always loved to do. I always loved being in front of people and performing. Um, we moved to Chicago. Um, I was still doing a little bit of that, but I was getting it burnt out on the whole acting scene, I was getting frustrated. It didn't, wasn't sure if the passion was still there okay. for it. Right. Um, so it got to a point where, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do. My wife in so many words uh, said, get off your ass and find something you love and do it. You know? Yeah. So it, you know, I was sitting there watching wrestling at the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's and a I'm, motivator. Huh? <laughs> get off your and ass. And I was sitting there like, like, why do I, why don't I get into it? Uh-huh. You know, like I've been spent mm-hmm. all this time just being a fan. Why don't I try to get into it, break into it? Right. Could it be that hard? Um, and I'm, I'm a little older now, so wrestling wasn't, you know, something that was in the cards. Uh, so I just thought, what if I referee, maybe that would be fun. So, um, I think this is a how did you get started into the business question. Yeah, wasn't
2: it? I framed it a little different, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> you you framed it really well to not yeah. make it seem so like you're. Like, how did you start?
0: Yeah. How did I start? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah it, that's just how I kind of fell into it. I just, I always had that performance bug and decided to just, you know, get into it. And. It was amazing how easy it was to get into it.
2: I mm-hmm. okay. just
0: Facebooked some guy, and his name was Steve Boz out in uh, Chicago yeah. style wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Sure, I'll train you." So went nice. over there and spent a year training there and doing some, you know, tryout or uh, their practice matches. Okay. And then finally got on the show, and, and I've been roughing ever since. Cool.
2: You were one of the first refs, I, and I think, or just to my recollection of, when I started go to, going to indie shows, you were one of the first refs that actually got involved in the matches. Like For some reason, I, the one that comes to mind is, I think it's a freelance scramble or something. Somebody, everybody's diving to the outside, and then you're out there, and you're <laughs> oh, like, yeah. why not? And you go for it as oh, well. Yeah. I popped so hard. <laughs> that was like the highlight of my night that night. Yeah. And I'll uh, tell
0: you something, that was, that's probably, that was probably my favorite thing I've ever done in wrestling. Mm -hmm. the plancha to the outside yeah yeah because it was yeah because it was one of those like i had never done anything crazy like that before since in my reffing Mm -hmm. career yeah everything is pretty pretty basic um and then i hear this was the freelance versus ccw2 okay Uh, this is the eight man tag match right and uh two juice is like hey canon needs to see you i'm like okay So I go to Canon. He's like, "Hey, what do you feel about doing the dive?" I'm like, (laughs) "I'm like, huh?" Yeah. What kind of dive? Yeah. Right. 450. (laughs) What do you want? Yeah. Yeah, No. So the idea was, I was, you know, gonna go up top and I was gonna dive on him on the outside, and I was like, "Oh my god, I've never done this before." Right. So this was kind of like, you know, I got up there. And, like, I didn't know how it was going to go because I'd never climbed a rope before. Mm-hmm. Really? You know, so so adrenaline just mm-hmm. full-on kicked in. And I just, I grabbed those ropes and I climbed up there like I was Shawn Michaels, like, at WrestleMania <laughs> 12. And I jumped off. And, my God, like, I got backstage after that. And Stevie Fierce uh, turned to me. He's like, hey, how was that dive? And I got emotional. Like, okay, I started tearing up because, like. Like, I'd never thought, like, I would ever be in that situation. Right. And for a split second, you know, I got to be yeah. a wrestler. I got to experience what that was like. Right. Because who wouldn't want to jive off the top rope onto onto people? You know, that's yeah. kind of like, I wonder, I wonder how that feels, you know? Mm-hmm. That's living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like... So, yeah, I just got into it with Stevie, and he was like, oh, okay, man. Like, <laughs> and then I went to Canon and I was like, hey, man, thanks. And I teared up again. And he was like, everyone was like, well, who's this weirdo? <laughs> but, it was a man, That was, Yeah, it really was. And yeah, that's, you know, I still, like, I still think of that, and I still, like, remember how it felt coming off and, right. you know, all those guys down there, like, catching me, like, trusting
2: yeah, yeah. And yeah. Trusting
0: me to like be there and you know, ah, it was yeah. it was a great feeling. For those who for those who haven't
1: seen um the show, it was funny because it didn't happen out of nowhere. It was like everyone kept going up. It was like every wrestler kept it was like four wrestlers before you, right? Kept going up and doing kind of that same dive. Well, so then they were all kind of out there and then you were the no one expects uh, the ring is cleared and it's one of those things like no one expects anyone else to come in and then the ref does it. Well, it
0: was it was, was a little different than that okay. because the reason he wanted me to do it is because in the first match, in the scramble, mm-hmm. everyone did the dive. So okay. this is an eight-man scramble. They didn't want to do a bunch of dives anymore. Right. So we're like, so we're not going to do the dives. You're going to do the dive. So that was, <laughs> that was the difference. I think looking back, it didn't, it didn't really work as well as it could have been. It okay. could have because the, the spots was everyone's going to do a cutter. It was, everyone's going to do a cutter. Someone comes in, does their version of a cutter. That's what I was thinking. Cutter, cutter, cutter. Of, yeah. cutter. <laughs> okay. And everyone went outside and I was going to do the dive. Okay. But it just didn't, it didn't read, you know? Okay. So the pop was just a referee is going to the top and diving. Oh okay. my God, what? <laughs> you know, no one saw yeah. it coming. Yeah. But had everyone done the dive. Okay. You know, I guess I remember. it It definitely. probably would have like, you know blown the roof off, right?
1: I mean, but, I still I thought it. I'm remembering it like I did, but mm-hmm. maybe yeah, maybe I'm just and, then, and that's remembering you know, it different. But or maybe I just popped. you were in the audience, so I yeah. don't know.
0: You know, like I'm I'm going mm-hmm. off of like how I felt, right? And it felt great, and right. I, I thought the audience I, I thought it looked great, like but talking to like the guys in mm-hmm. the back, like they're like, eh, you know, it could have been better, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: Well, Stevie loved it. It's great because yeah. I, I miss we miss Stevie so much. Every oh, time his name Stevie. is brought up, it's just yeah. like God. I miss him so much. Um, but yeah, I think it, when you you started off by saying you're a natural performer, so that's that's why I think you got so emotional at the end of it because mm-hmm. you, for a second, you got to be in the spotlight as a performer. And yeah. like it was it was a culmination. I got of that, that rush. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's great.
2: Mm-hmm. Awesome. So. I know a side of refing, and and we'll eventually come back to to more ref stories, but recently you uh, put it out there, or at least I noticed, because of the McDonald's commercial, Mm -hmm. the voiceover work.
0: Yeah.
1: Wait, which one? You were on the McDonald's commercial?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do
0: a a Happy Meal commercial. Uh, It was for Rise of Skywalker. It was a cross-promotion.
1: Nice. Yeah. I want to see it. Is it online? (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's, it's on, on Twitter, Twitter or okay. somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, cool. yeah, it's cool. I'm I turn it. my phone off, otherwise, I'd no, off. <laughs> it's on. Uh, but yeah, so the voiceover thing was something that I transitioned to from uh, from st- doing stage, film, comedy. Right, you know, that seems to be. In I that got realm. sick of that, yeah. so like mm-hmm. maybe I'll transition into voiceover. See, see mm-hmm. what right. I can do. And luckily enough, like I've I've been fortunate enough to have a build a pretty good career for myself doing voiceover.
1: Nice. Excuse me. Uh, Sarah Joy Shaki is a little similar in your case, where she's like she has the enter- entertainer background, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah. then it like it just tra- naturally translates in the wrestling. Now she does all mm-hmm. this wrestling stuff. Yeah, but like and her she's resume just a is joy to have with, back there.
0: Yeah, and I uh, recently did a thing for her uh, cheerful wrestling show. Oh, her oh, nice. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: So, why did it, Why did it take us so long to get you on? You're a natural. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man. No one knows because I just, you know, I yep. got to don those stripes and I got to be, got <laughs> to be in the background, you know, <laughs> um, but it's until someone cracks open that, right, that right. egg, you know, That's you start to see the beautiful yoke. Bu-
1: will be
2: coming soon, I'm That's sure. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs>
1: uh, so speaking of voiceovers, yeah, um, I have some things for you to read off. Ooh. Okay. okay. So I sure. guess I'll let you choose the voice. Um, do, do you, when you do it, are you, is it just. You're, do you have a voice? Yeah. Is it a normal voice? No,
0: it's just, you know, my my sale voice. It's you know, like voice over now is all about um the naturalness yeah. of yourself. You gotta just gotta bring yourself to it. There's not okay. a lot of like
2: there's something you know, well Charlie pulls that out.
0: Special
1: It's <laughs> yours today. My stuff's a little gimmicky. My stuff isn't sure. My stuff is like stereotypical. Here's a voice I hear saying this thing. Okay, of, okay. Yeah. And then the last one you can do in your salesy voice. Okay. Okay. Does this sound some, like something you're interested in? Yeah. And I, I, I and I didn't like. Obviously, we we wanted to bring you on because you're a good guy. But this is just something <laughs> like a fun game. I thought. I'm sure. not trying to like. Okay.
2: No. Should have been placed in the here. dessert. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> Probably could have done this. In the, should we save it for dessert? No. Keep going. Last last week we had uh, Tyler. We had we talked about cookies during the salad. So why okay. not? Okay. Cool.
0: <laughs> right. Can I do it in a movie trailer voice?
1: Uh, there or is a mo- okay. Wait, there is one that. Oh, yeah, There's a movie trailer one. Okay, but okay. just choose so, choose any
0: voice you want for this first one. Okay. If your symptoms, oh, hold on. Let me start. <laughs> okay. I usually record from home, and I get another okay. take. If your symptoms last for more than six hours, please contact your primary physician.
2: That was good. Okay, that was good. It was a nice warm up. I like yeah. that. What, Chris? What did you okay. think of that? I I thought I was listening to a commercial, bro. Right? Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is the movie one.
0: Okay. In a world where people, wrestling fans, argue insistently on Twitter, one warrior will try to convince his followers that it's okay to have a different opinion.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Are you enjoying this or do
1: you feel exploited? No, this is great. Okay,
2: (laughs) great. This is good. uh, (laughs) This is good workout, too. Oh, there's one more. Or many more? I don't know.
0: EA Sports. It's in the game. That was good.
2: That was good.
1: That, that sounded good. like him.
2: That was really good. Yeah. You're talented.
1: You're talented. You know, I don't know my voiceover from the next guy, but I'd say you're you're pretty good.
2: And then there's we'll save the other one. Okay, till the end. So there's <laughs> a there's a, there's a hidden episode which I don't know if will ever be re- released. And uh, uh, with Mad Nick's, mm. uh, my Violet tendencies, we recorded it a couple weeks ago. And he talked oh, Yeah, about, when is that coming out next? I have no idea. Right? <laughs> I mean we talked about the freelance shows that already happened. So yeah, you might I need gotta... to trim that one a little bit and make it a little more evergreen. Right. Yeah. Uh, but this, there's a point where he talks about like he he would want to do voiceover eventually. Yeah. He's asked me before, it, yeah. Well, we just told him that, like, like, did you know Sam does it? He didn't know you did it. Oh. So I don't know if that was <laughs> a recent thing. I right.
0: I talked to him recently, it was maybe a couple months ago. But this oh, was, uh, but
2: yeah, he wants to he wants to yeah. do it. He has a he wants to a, a do make like make Japanese anime, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 Oh yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and Kirby just just asked me as well. Just recently, the last <laughs> show, he was like, are And they always say like, you know, where do I start? And it's like, you need a mic, you need a demo, because the demo is the demo is your sales pitch, right? Mm-hmm. You know.
1: That's like sending in headshots for an actor, kind of, or just like yeah. real work, or yeah. Something and like your that?
0: headshots not going to do anything for voiceover. voice-over. Yeah, right, right, right. You need something to show people like right. what you can do, what your voice sounds like, what your range is. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just always what I tell people: like, nice, get a demo and yeah. invest. You know, invest in a good demo. Okay, and that is that equipment, or is that it's like. You know, investing in somebody to record a demo for you. Okay. Who like okay. is a good engineer. Yeah, a who good knows. Who mm-hmm. knows the the industry. Okay. You know, who can like the guy I recorded with, I walked in the room and I just started like, Hey, how's it going, everyone? And he immediately started writing down copy for me. Just writing copy.
2: Okay. Based on like my Just voice. getting to know you, yeah. Yeah, to yeah. hear your voice. Yeah. So
0: he came up with like four or five uh commercial copies like mm-hmm. wrote it down kind of what i just did yeah <laughs> yeah he's like okay these are your things that we're going to record and it's professional it sounds legit yeah and people notice that nice. they're like oh this is legit this guy knows what he's doing
1: we're going into it did you for well first off i think that the question was kind of answered but what, if if there if there was like four things tangentially related to acting why that why this one and going into it did you do any like your first day at cold turkey did you do any prep or did you like what does it take to be a voiceover guy
0: um it's i mean it all it all kind of all your skills that you've developed before you know just kind of point to it or point to it oh, okay um but it is it is very' It's hard. It's harder than it seems Mm -hmm. because it's like you have to be really, um, you know, direct with your uh, emotions. Like you can't, you can't let, you can't rely on your, you know, your acting ability. You have to convey everything through voice. Okay, you know, you have to convey happiness. (laughs) You know, uh, H and R Block will get your taxes done, and you'll be a happy guy. (laughs) Or you know, you have to. There's there's these things you have to convey just through voice which is which can be really tough. Okay. Really hard. And yeah. um and you know, uh, I get that I I talk too fast all the time, so like
2: mm-hmm. just Same. slow
0: it down mm-hmm. and you know. So it's it's really a meticulous um okay. area.
2: Cool. So so bringing it back to to a wrestling setting, have you ever done uh commentating? No. No. I don't have think
0: he- I'd be good at that. No, because like I can, I can read a script and I can, but as far as like, cause when you're on commentary, you really need to be just free flow yeah, of dialogue. Of like yeah. you, like th- there cannot be like a time where I'm sitting there going and uh, uh, you know, he's, uh, mm-hmm. he's, he's coming off the top of, you know, yeah. you know, you have to be, you have to have that free flow speech, right? And you have to know exactly what you're saying, why you're saying it. Right. It's gotta be and fluid, Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm an okay talker, but I'm not a perfect talker. Okay. You know? Okay. Yeah. It's different. I mean, that's a, that's a level of like uh talent that I don't think, you know, right. I could, I could match up to, well, I give all those guys credit.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Then this and Sterling and KML and a lot of people in the Chicagoland area are super talented at yeah. that. Um, I, I think that I, I kind of know what you're saying because Chris and I will have podcasts. Even when we first started in early, and we like, there will be those moments, and Chris will probably do. Oh, I'll probably like say say something, or or Chris and go back will do the hard work of just like taking out those pockets of air, mm-hmm. so the listener doesn't like tune out if there's like a fifth, like a you know seven second pause. Because then it just, like, it, it feels awkward almost. Right, right. So we try to, like, make sure to. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like commentary moving. is just a
0: slower version of, like, auction. Uh, auction. Um, Nearing, whatever auctioneering. Whatever it's or auctioneering. Or yeah. yeah.
1: It's, like, one level down. Yeah. Okay.
0: Like, those guys, you have to be, you just have to be on. Right. And commentary is just a slower version of that. Where it's, like, you have to know every single move. You have to know everyone's name. You, you mm-hmm. can't miss a beat.
2: Yeah. Right, right. I mean, because so you know, again, with with all the parts of, of wrestling that happen, like there's uh, Jimmy D, who does announcing Love and that's them. voice work, but he's really good in commentator as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, oh, maybe there's a relationship yeah. in all of yeah, it. Yeah. But
1: you know, what about any ring announcing?
2: Ring, yeah, I've
0: uh, I actually no, I've never done ring announcing. Okay, but I've introduced a show before. Okay, <laughs> it was Fusion Wrestling. Out in uh, yeah, I've heard Villa of it. Park,
1: yeah, the five, the Swap Star, yeah, mm-hmm. what's it
0: called? Yeah, five the, star, the Five Star, five swap, star Mart, swap Mart, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Just, the infamous Five Star Swap Mart. Mm-hmm. That's where um, Golly runs, right?
2: Hmm? Golly, yeah, yeah.
0: A lot of places mm-hmm. ran through there. Underground used to run mm-hmm. through there, and, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, it wasn't, it, you know, it was a fine show, but it wasn't, it wasn't a big draw. Okay, um, so they needed someone to introduce Steve Kenton to come out. You know, and he was going to be the ring announcer. I don't know if you're mm, okay. with Steve. No, I'm not. Um, but so yeah, they, you know, handed me a mic. It's like, can you just introduce me? I said, uh, okay. <laughs> so I get on the mic and I'm and I'm backstage. I'm not out in front. Oh, okay. But I get on the mic and I go, "Ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> to Fusion Wrestling." <laughs> and everyone backstage was like. <laughs> What? <laughs> Who is this guy? Um, please welcome Steve Cantor. And Steve was just like, "Oh, damn, okay." Uh. <laughs> and the five people that were out in the audience were like, "They had, well, they didn't really care, but you just know, a it was, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it was fun for like the boys in the back to like, you know, just kind of yeah,
2: like make their heads the,
1: turn, yeah, damn, like, damn, I didn't know Sam had that in him, yeah, yeah.
0: So That's that funny. was that was his. Uh, as far as I got okay. outside of reffing.
1: All right. Well, yeah, that's, that's you're you may be like someone's backup then. What's we'll mm-hmm. in that backup role? Okay. Mm-hmm. Someone goes down, you know, yeah. pulls a hammy on the way up to the ring or something. Yeah. Like <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I just have
0: to quick jump into a tux a <laughs> suit.
2: <laughs> all right. So I think that, that salad bar got us, uh, to a point where we know you a little bit better outside of just being a ref and mm-hmm. all your talents. Mm-hmm. um, But before we move away from that, what is your favorite part of an actual salad?
0: Ooh, um, I'm a big dressing guy. Okay. That's two dressings in a row. I love smothering my salad and dressing (laughs) it, and I need some crunch. I need some like cucumber or like radish is a very,
1: (laughs) very very healthy, very
0: underrated ingredient.
1: When you say crunch, I thought you were going the crouton route, and then you swerve. Me. I hate croutons. <laughs> oh my goodness! That I is...
0: need like crispy, fresh cucumbers. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I I agree with
1: that. Um, I have, the only time I think I've had radishes was at Oktoberfest in Germany, and I have bad memories of them. But um,
0: <laughs> well, they're an acquired taste. Yeah, definitely. But what kind of dressing though? Usually just like ranch or some sort of balsamic.
1: Okay. Thing. That was like the I mean Tyler
0: said A balsamic vinaigrette mm-hmm. Right yeah. Like an yeah. Italian If it's ranch so, yeah. Then my salad is smothered But if it's like Balsamic Then like a nice
2: Yeah I, I mean I like ranch I, I, I don't no, know no, no. Didn't I say Didn't I say that but though you did say Right That either Either you love ranch Or you hate it mm-hmm. but, With people with ranch It's either there's Way right. too much Way too
1: much ranch On whatever they're eating Or there's literally No They don't Not use it. ranch There isn't oh, yeah, like yeah. A right. dab of ranch guy right. Or yeah. woman In this world I'm from Wisconsin, so okay. like
0: Wisconsin, you know we we eat a lot of ranch. Okay, that's a big uh, ranch and cheese goes continent. great with a salad. Yeah, Just saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's
2: true. I'm
0: I also like beets. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: <laughs> like I will, like dirty I will, beets. I, I will eat a beets. I will, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I will eat a beet salad if it's on the menu. I will eat. I will always wow. order a beet salad. Wow, that's you you're you're turning out to be a wild card.
2: Yeah. I
0: try. Beets and radishes
1: in a salad. That's just like a whole lot of radishes sharpness. I see. Beets, I can't do only
2: on shakes. Oh man, give me all the beets.
0: Can you uh, beatbox? That's about it. Okay. <laughs> era, era, two heels in a freeze.
2: Let's <laughs> <laughs> okay. go into good. our intro Let, now. Let's clip that. Let's clip that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's move on to the hot plate. Referee inspirations. You know, is
1: there I, any one you model your, your game after or anything? Because G- Tuju said Kyoto when we interviewed him. Yeah,
0: I mean he's the man. Um, mm-hmm. Inspirations—it's hard because I grew up watching wrestling and I just love the wrestlers. I didn't really mm-hmm. pay attention to the reference.
1: We can go that route too. Yeah, like wrestling inspirations.
0: Well, I mean, I'll I'll I'll, I'll swing around to it. Okay. But once I finally got into it and I understood it, that's when I started. Looking at the referee, specific, yeah. Imagine watching um, a whole match and just
1: looking at the ref the whole time. Like, yeah, I've never. I, who does that?
0: Yeah, especially <laughs> if you're not like if you're not going into like becoming a ref. <laughs> yeah, like But that that you know that goes to you know how they were mm-hmm. as performers. Like I didn't never notice the referees. Right. Uh, but I would say nowadays I watch John Cone and he's like I love yeah how John Cone moves. Like mm-hmm. he is so quick. Mm-hmm. He is down and he counts the two and he just pops right back up mm-hmm. and he just he bolts to the, to the uh, timekeeper and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's, and he smacks the mat. Like nobody else, like he right. just smacks that mat, attacks it. Yeah. Um, so I love John Cone. Obviously Kyoto is like, you know, is the man. I love mm-hmm. Charles Robinson and his hair flicks. Okay. <laughs> Little Mage. Yeah. But yeah. you know, I, I like to look at every ref who, you know, Started before me and who's worked longer than I have, and I just love watching them and seeing what what they do, what works for them. Maybe, you know, pulling some of that, yeah, you know, using that and some of that in my arsenal. And yeah, you got a great count. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I hope to be as good as John Cohn's counts. <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> John, Co- I remember goal. John Cohn was when they did. I don't watch a ton of WWE now, but. When the like the last ring breaking spot, John Cone was the ref in the ring who oh, like yeah. bounced on yeah. the ring and then bounced off of it. <laughs> yeah. That's just yeah. what I remember. But mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. said his name, I knew it. So he's one of the better refs yeah. I think in the game right now. Yeah, I don't know it's where funny those because like, are.
0: They're the he's like the only ref that they're saying his name. You know, they say they say Charles Robinson every once in a while. Yeah, but they say John Cone a lot, mm-hmm. and I've never heard any other referees' name right those were the than, that
2: is true those, yeah. those are what I when uh like when we I think when we talked to two Jews or Nate I can't remember who who brought up the point of like before you would know like this match the the and mm-hmm. the the official of this match is so and so well like, it's the you, difference like, it's a, you would know the ref's name yeah you know and but that's now the difference you between this kind of loss
0: it's the difference between the jr days and the Michael mm-hmm. Cole days Mm. Yeah, the JR days. The reason why he was so great is because like he got to know everyone. Like yeah. he, like he said all the referees' names.
1: Right, and we JR was a ref. Was did he? you know that? Yeah, oh, I did yeah not know did. that. He did. He did. That was the first thing he started doing. He started. I think. And I think one of the first things he started doing. He started refereeing. Oh, so he probably knew the importance of like. Possibly, but he's just. Yeah. A, but he's just a storyteller. He really. Like, yeah, he yeah. just.
0: You know, he is so passionate about it, and he wants to just. You know everything is personal to him, you Mm -hmm. know, whereas Michael Cole, he just kind of toes the line and like, you know, he, I'm WWE just kind of, you know, they don't want to make referees a centerpiece. And I
1: understand that. Cole can be a little more like
0: canned. Yeah. Yeah. He just, you know, he, he's got a, he's has his stuff that he needs to get. He needs to plug the social media stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how, what the difference was with them. Like nowadays, as far as like, freedom of right. what you yeah, can do on that. commentary yeah. so I can't you know I don't want to say anything you about that can't fault him but, for
2: that but so but. I, I wonder like you know here in Chicago we always say that we're spoiled there's a bunch of wrestling you know you could go to a show every weekend if you wanted to and we also get to see you guys the refs you know in different promotions and I wonder if in other cities they also know like oh that's that's Sam the ref mm. you know like but like here like I feel like we know two Jews we know Nate we mm-hmm. know you um, you know, there's um, oh, I'm forgetting his name now. There's Jeremy. Uh, there's Jeremy, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. and I was thinking of um, Clark. There's Clark. Clark. oh yeah, Clark. He's you a know? Minnesota
0: guy. Yeah, he's right. Minnesota guy. Mm-hmm.
2: But I see him here often enough that I'm Which, like, actually, uh oh, are you repping his shirt? Oh, Viva, Viva ref, ref
0: Clark! I am repping the uh, repping the Viva Ref Clark shirt. So awesome with ref the, the two, Clark Feldman. You're <laughs> you're on my back, buddy. <laughs>
2: It's awesome. That would be great. Uh, but yeah, like here, like I think we, we know a lot of the refs by name and, you know, sometimes that allows us to kind of like give you guys more shit in the ring, you know, when, when things go mm-hmm. go not the way we want them to, Yeah, which yeah. is fun. Like, but, you know, how do you as, as a ref, like take that interaction with the fans? Like it's not, I don't know if it's common or not, like outside of the, the, the circle that I live in right now with wrestling, like, I don't know. How, how does the ref take their like interaction with the fans
0: i love it okay I, I you know if if there's ever a time where like a fan takes time to like yell at me or like say my name if they know my name just just by like you know social media or what have you like right. i think that's super cool like hey thanks man like mm-hmm. i'll play along with it mm-hmm. yeah. like you the fans always have their things that they want to yell out, like "those three, you know, like "yeah, oh, fuck you, ref," or whatever, you know, whatever <laughs> they want to say. It's fine, like I—that's the role that I'm mm-hmm. in, and that's you know, um, and I love it, right? I love getting that that shit. I love it.
1: Yeah, I guess you'd rather yeah used have to be, that than nothing, nothing, right. right? Yeah. It
0: used to be when I was just starting out. It used to be like I'd get a little insecure, you know, yeah, uh, just because you know there there are times when you're doing like multi-man tag matches where it gets a little out of hand. And you know, like the style of wrestling now is just like, everything is just go, go, go. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the rules just don't like, aren't in the, the right. foreground of the wrestlers minds. Right. So like, we just got to be loose. Cause like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to just throw the match out. Mm. So when that would happen, like and the fans would be like, who's the legal ref? Like <laughs> I, I've definitely I said legit, that. Yeah. I legit <laughs> would not know. Like, I have no idea. <laughs>
1: Um, but I've heard also just like seeing you point to two guys too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like you do sometimes, you know, if you do know, you will acknowledge, do the acknowledge, yeah, yeah. but
0: yeah. yeah, like I, I like to give them a little wink and a nod every once in a while yeah. just because mm-hmm. it's like great count ref and I'll look, i give them a wink or something like that. And they get a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, that's just who I am. I'm, I'm a very cheesy. If, if I'm given the opportunity, I'll, I'll chew the living hell out of the scenery, you know, like <laughs> I'll eat it up. <laughs>
2: Uh, What what do you think is the hardest thing now? Like, as you mentioned, you know, the wrestling is is evolving and there's a lot of, like, fast-paced matches. But what's the hardest thing to keep up with nowadays? Or make sure, like, is it in the back of your head? Like, I I can't get this wrong. Nowadays, it's just, like, it's trying to wrangle
0: in the the multi-man tag matches. Okay. Um, Like, someone asked me before, like, what's your what's your favorite match to ref and what's your least favorite match to ref? Like match type. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And both, both my answers are tag team matches. Okay. It's like when a tag team match goes exactly as planned and everyone like, you know, adheres to what they're doing and they're taking my cues and, and I'm taking their cues and everything goes perfectly. Uh-huh. Then like, there's, there's no better feeling than having that. Cause you feel like you orchestrated something. A little right. bit. You know, we have very little input on the matches, but like once, once all that clicks and like, you know, they get out when I tell them to get out and, you know, just all those little things, you feel like you orchestrated something. Right. Such a great feeling about it. Yeah. But then when they have like these big multi-man tag matches and, you know, everything's just going haywire and people are rolling, rolling in when they're not tagged in, starting to pin somebody and right. it's just like, what are we doing? And then then...
1: The integrity of it, gets yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So it
0: gets, it gets tough, and you walk backstage, and you're like, oh my "God, mm-hmm. there's got to be a better way." Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, uh, it's funny. You say, yeah, no, it's 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 good you say that because those th- those little things do. As a fan, those little things do matter to me. Mm-hmm. The integrity of the rules, like when our last sit down with James and 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 Two Juice. We were talking about a freelance show, and there was like a DQ in it, and I'm like, and I think their last, I think the last show there was a DQ too, the last one at Logan Square Auditorium, if I'm remember correctly, or I still um, haven't gone back. Most recent, I don't know, Possibly. I don't know what match it was, but recently there was a DQ, and I like popped huge for it because mm-hmm. there's just not enough of that, yeah, and it's it's too, it's almost, I think it maybe matches lean too heavy towards the the ref is a stupid idiot. looking at um, miss everything kind of. And then yeah. like, uh, there should be, it's okay to do that. Yeah. But I, th- I think there should be more like the ref, Oh, the ref caught me this time. And it's a DQ. Like, yeah. don't, don't, there's a punishment for breaking the rules. Kind yeah. Of, like build that up. So,
0: and that's, you know, yeah. storytelling, you know, mm-hmm. people are leaving a lot of storytelling on the table. Yeah. You know, you don't have DQs and count outs and stuff. Right. Like, it's like, why would you, in all these companies that, you know, have no rules and stuff and that's fine. Cause it's, it's exciting. Uh, yeah. But right. like, there's just so much storytelling you could, that you're missing out on. Yeah. Without right.
1: Without the rules. We with, yeah. yeah. And yeah. And, and that's, this is a perfect example of two different sections of the buffet line. And I'm just, I'm just um, no count no DQs. Like the, obviously you can have a ton of exciting matches that way, but I'm in the favor of like a DQ hap- A well-timed DQ can make a, a four month feud, really good yeah so mm-hmm. i'm just in i just choose to, to eat from that side mm-hmm. but uh before we go on further the wrestling inspiration i want to come back to that. a wrestler oh wrestler inspiration
0: wrestler inspiration well what got me into wrestling was razor ramon okay cool started watching him
1: i don't think that's one that's been said direct oh, maybe two, two, juice. Juice. two juice two juice yeah
0: um he like i started watching wrestling because my older brother was a huge fan and he mm-hmm. was a huge fan of psycho sid so like mm, yeah, I so he started watching it, and I just kind of started watching with him. And
2: which fun fact? I think Kylie was also a huge fan of Psycho Sid. Oh really? Yeah, what, I did she... not expect that. Yeah, I, well, I just heard a, a story from Isaiah's mm. where where he talks about like all of a sudden finding out that Kylie had an action figure of Psycho Sid laying around. Oh, uh, was it on
1: the? It was on
2: the PWT PWT uh, yeah. yeah,
1: nice. Yeah, um, I can see that because before you kind of like get smart as a wrestling fan, you're just like, God, who is this hulking monster kind of thing. And Mm -hmm. like, he has that, he, he does a lot of things wrong, but he, what he does right is like presence. Yeah. Sid. Oh yeah. Nails that area. Yeah. He uh, was great.
0: Yeah. uh, Like his character. Yeah. Amazing. Mm -hmm. But I saw Razor Ramon walk out the first time and I was like, this guy is cool. Yeah. So I was just addicted after that. And then, um, and then I discovered Chris Jericho and like, he's just been my all time favorite ever since
1: you like, did you, uh, so Jericho is one of those guys for me where like, you don't until once again, you get smart to what's going on. You don't recognize the true brilliance. Cause like growing up, I felt like Jericho was always an old guy in my head. It was overshadowed by Austin and the rock. Like, yeah, how could you pick Jericho as your favorite? Look, it's Austin, like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And then you go back and you watch and you're like, Oh my God, he did all this stuff that I just like, yeah. as a kid, I was a '90s kid; just went right over my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I so. first
0: discovered him because I, when Razor left to go to the NWO, that's yeah. that's the only time I've diverted from WWF. Okay, like is when the Monday Night Wars happened. I went to I went to WCW a jump ship and was like following the NWO like crazy, and that's when I found Chris Jericho, and he was doing all of his like crazy like his big list thing and yeah, his temper yeah. tantrums yeah. i was like this guy is hilarious and then his debut at wwf like with the rock i was mm-hmm. like this guy is the man so like yeah so he was my guy ever since and then nice. i've been a big daniel bryan fan and okay uh, moxley dean okay. ambrose are one of my those a bunch of my favorites
2: cool all right let's get back on track sorry for diverting no 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 that, that that's good um because we were talking about incidents in the ring and keeping the rules, there has to have uh, have been some funny moments where whether you completely messed up a call or just you know shenanigans happened in the ring and you just like, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Are there any of those?
0: Um, so the one that just popped into my head, um, was Zello Pro, and it was the six man tag, it was Rikishi and the, um, in mm-hmm. the Samoan saying, dynasty yeah. versus, um <laughs> Wait, gringo.
1: I, I remember. The- <laughs> Sorry. Continue. It found this on my is head.
0: like the worst night of my life, uh, versus gringo, Brew Baker, and, um, a Marche? Jay Bradley, Jay Bradley. Oh, Jay Bradley. Yeah. 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 So, so it's, it's, you know, a, a jumble of a match, you know? So, right. um, so I'm the so okay. Yeah. So Gringo's in the corner. The the two uh Samoan Dynasty kids come in and they right. they're double teaming him. They're the faces. Yes. By the way. Oh, of course. So I'm, you know, I'm on, mm-hmm. you know, get out of the ring, get out of the ring. You know, they're just doing their double team move. All of a sudden, and you'll see it on the if it's online.
1: Yeah. And this mm-hmm. is a smaller ring, right? The this, ring is so smaller or no? Uh
0: it may it's have been not. like a 16. Okay. 16 by 16, I'm not okay. sure. Um but all of a sudden, Jay Bradley shoves me from behind. He's getting my attention. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm like, yeah. oh. So I go to him I'm like, hey, Jay, get out of the ring. Get out of the, you asshole. Get out of the ring. And all of a sudden, I hear as he's getting out of the ring, he goes, move. And I go, huh? Move. And I and I turn around, and the and the Samoans are Irish whipping Gringo li- Gringo Loco uh-huh. right into me. I'm like, right in the line of fire. <laughs> I remember. So Gringo hits the ropes and like runs into me and he pushes me and I run into the Samoan kids. It looks like I'm, I'm running the spot. It it, (laughs) It looks like I'm doing the move and they're like, they move out of the way and I'm like, Oh my God. So I just like, I just totally got in the way Yeah. and I'm sitting there like hating my life and all of a sudden I feel a tap on my shoulder and I look over and Rikishi's on the outside. Going, you better watch it. You know, open your eyes. And I'm like, oh my god.
1: He probably saw it as like an opportunity to I'm the wise. <laughs> yeah. I'll be the wise mentor. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Well, and I just like, uh, it was in front of Rikishi, and like all of a sudden your mind goes, oh my god, he's gonna go to Vince tomorrow, and he's gonna he's gonna tell Vince that I'm gonna I'm the worst referee in the world. Never hire me. <laughs>
2: Well, I don't know. Would you get a chance to redeem yourself on April twenty sixth? Cello Pros coming to Chicago, bringing oh, Rikishi back. I just saw that. Yeah, I saw yeah. You 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 use, Rikishi uh back I don't that, know when you guys are listening. Sam Meadowwood Redemption Tour <laughs> starts now. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I might have to I might have to call Matt. And, yeah. I want the Rikishi sure man. I yeah. want it. Yeah. <laughs> I need to make up for it. I need that WWE job.
1: I love the poster that they just released where it's just Rikishi and Laney. It looks like it's Rik- that's the match. Right. Laney yeah, versus right. Rikishi oh, yeah. wow, wait till you see yeah. the
2: audiogram that I just made okay <laughs> but uh, yeah because I was like there, there's no more talent like this is it like that, that's <laughs> yep. all we get to see <laughs> no I don't know Rikishi's all you need he's a yeah. big seller yep. yeah, yeah yeah they're, they're champ
1: and, the, and but and it's just, just like it looks favorite. like a Laney versus Rikishi, <laughs> Rikishi match yeah. card I was like going <laughs> be interesting yeah hey <laughs> yeah.
0: do a battle of the stink faces
1: that's okay I was there for that though and yeah um, yeah, so
0: yeah, that was looked, not one of my, yeah. that was not one of my finer moments. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you've had many great ones, so, yeah. you know, can't win them all. Yeah. Right. And that's what Rikishi said to me afterwards. I was like, Hey man, I'm so sorry. He's like, eh, it should happens. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah. we're
2: fine. Um, I did want to talk about, uh, cause I don't know how I missed this over Twitter, but, and we just talked about this recently about your, uh, what work did you do at AEW?
0: Yeah. So, uh, I got the opportunity, um, to be the ring bell and the timekeeper for AEW. Um, this was for their dy- couple dynamite shows in a row. It was the Thanksgiving week dynamite in Chicago at the Sears center. And then the following week they were mm-hmm. in champagne mm-hmm. and Frank was like, Hey, you want, you want to come again? The Frank Castanell, he's a referee. Yeah, right. He's, uh, like, Head one of the head crew guys over there. So he messaged me when they were in Chicago and he's like, Hey, you want to ring the bell? And I was like, Hell yeah. I wanted to be in that environment because I'd never done like extra work mm. for WWE before. Right. Like, this was my first time in that like big arena setting. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So it was just super awesome to be there. And that was just such a super cool experience.
1: Yeah. Were your bell rings better than Hank's bell rings at Freelance Underground? Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, for wow. For sure. That okay. was, uh, okay.
0: <laughs> anybody's bell rings <laughs> that's awesome no it's it's the it's the best when like you go
2: ring the bell <laughs> <laughs> nothing happens ring the bell yeah. and then
1: at, free, at Logan Square they do an audio thing right or no the, when, or when someone forgets book. the ring bell
0: yeah. oh okay someone forgets
1: the they ring have bell, a backup yeah. which know.
0: always happens to be like the one thing that like until they
2: say ring the bell people are like where's the ring bell <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, like especially it's super important. Also, at the end of matches, right? Like especially, so uh, we had Warrior Wrestling this weekend, mm-hmm. and yeah, it looks was like fun. Was it, it, fun? It, it was very fun, mm-hmm. but there was a submission spot where it, it's the the War of Attrition match for the women's, and it's the first elimination. And it's a submission spot, and I I don't know the name of the submission, uh, clearly, but she's not, she can't tap. It's one of those, like, do you give up? And it's like, yes, Mm. or just shake your hands. Like the rings of Saturn type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, So, the match is over, and the ref calls for the bell, but nobody rings the bell. So, like, the whole arena is like, wait, what's going on? Like, is the match over? this elimination The the bell never rang? The bell never rang. Okay. Until like then Val kind of went over and and got the word from the ref and then she went back to make the announcement but it's like one of those things that that thing could easily just take you away from what just happened yeah Yeah. Val to be Johnny on the spot there (laughs) yeah yeah
0: Yeah, it's such an important piece right just so often gets overlooked yeah like more than it should it's like someone's just like not there. there whoever's doing the ring bell is usually probably doing something else you know like right you know I don't think they well, really have someone in particular just sitting there with the right. bell. I,
2: I know mm-hmm. that that Jimmy D at AEW like does the announcing, mm-hmm. timekeeper, and brings the bell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, but you know, there's there's just a lot of people doing different things, yeah. and, and that's what we're talking about. Like, there's different people doing so many things. Yeah. Like the little things sometimes get overlooked, mm-hmm. right? and that's and with, why
1: we're doing this podcast to shine that light on. Yeah, it. shine the light <laughs> on the little things.
2: <laughs> yeah, and that ring bell can be
0: the difference between like. Just like a hot ending, or a, mm-hmm. a totally confused, like or wind ha, out have of the you sails. Been, have you been
2: part of the like you 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 just do the three count and it's not a three count? So you have to then say like, no, no, it wasn't a three. Um. So yeah, there was. So yeah, I've I've definitely done. There's been one
0: time where I counted three and I just waved it off because it was it was close enough where I was like, oh, that's fine, I'll I'll just wave it off. Okay. No, 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 it was, two. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. But then there. are – there has been a time where like I counted three when I wasn't supposed to and Mm. the match ended and like, I don't know. I think the last time that happened, the only time that's happened to me was uh, it was at a rise show. Um, It was sea stars versus Mercedes Martinez and
1: like Miranda. Okay. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, And and Mercedes and Miranda were were, were supposed to win. Yeah, like they were going over. Um, by the way, is it okay if I'm talking like this, like going over? Yeah, like like well, not yeah, kayfabe. Yeah, I
1: would hope. <laughs> I would hope so. Yeah. yeah no. You guys yeah. have a lot of was like, kayfabe with, on this show. And no, I love always. it. And I'm, and
0: I'm totally up for doing kayfabe. You, oh, that's interesting. But I'm I don't saying think like we're like, like, oh, going kayfabe, over. I wasn't sure yeah. if like. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, they're Yeah, they were supposed to go over anyways, and um, it was just a matter of like. I counted one, two, and I s- noticed one of them was coming in to make the save, but, like, didn't quite get there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what got into me. I just counted the three. You know, I just I counted it how right. I saw it, and yeah. you now I stuck with it. Right. Um, and, that's
1: usually the advice, right? Yeah. Call it like a shoot.
0: Call, yeah. yeah, call yeah. it like a shoot. And, um, you know, it's – I. and I get that. Uh-huh. I, I do not believe in just, like, ending a match because, like – throwing a match out because they didn't break at the count of five. Okay. Yeah. I firm believer that like, we're all in this together. Mm -hmm. We're all working towards one goal. We're all performers. Right. Um, I'm not going to, you know, throw your match out because you didn't obey me, you know, Mm I'm not about that. Mm -hmm. Um, but in that case where it's like, you know, I counted the three, she didn't kick out. I can't just be like, "Mm, no, it wasn't close. It was like, you have to make, you have to make a call in those situations. And, and I stuck with it and decided to stick with it. Okay. Um, But it was just a matter of, like, a few spots here that got cut. Yeah. But, you know. So that was, that's really been the only few times that yeah. that's happened to me.
1: And that's probably, I mean, it's probably going to happen. So. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Shit happens, like yep. Rikishi said. Ha- you know. <laughs>
1: Shit happens. Like Rikishi said. Yeah. Yeah, but thanks for sharing that. Because it's not easy
2: mm-hmm. to say you fucked up.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, I,
2: ruffing ain't easy. Refing ain't, <laughs> <ruffing> ain't, <easy. laughs> ain't easy. That's that is so right. <laughs> really. All right. Um, well, that's that's all I got on the hot plate. Uh, anything okay. else you want to throw in there, Charlie? Mm, no, I have a
1: dessert question that came to mind. But okay. I,
2: yeah. Well, we can definitely move into the dessert. Um, okay. All right. So we have a few questions. We'll eventually get to word association. Uh, but to kick off the cert, uh, what, what are your hobbies? Like, you know, you yeah. rap, you do voiceover, you do other things, but what do you do for fun? What would, what, what feels Sam? Um, I play guitar.
0: You know, if, okay. you know, whenever I'm feeling the creative juices, I pick up the guitar and I, and I love, you know, playing. I love playing for my son. I've got a, uh, he's going to be two, two month two years old next month. Nice. Uh, and I love playing for him. Uh, when he was a baby, he would sit there and listen cause he, he couldn't mm-hmm. move anywhere, but now, cool. he's Congrats. a toddler, and yeah. as soon as I pick up the guitar, he, he he's runs in the Run around, like, oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah. So I love playing music. Um, it's it's hard to say what my hobbies are, though. Saying like watching wrestling, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's like
2: it's just well, if well, you watch wrestling, what, what what wrestling are you watching? Yeah, what are you sitting um, on? What part of the buffet line? I are try you... to,
0: you know, I try to catch up on everything like wwe nxt aew it's it's really hard yep. yeah yeah um, yeah but um yeah those are that's what i that's what i watch
1: i heard religious portland was off the charts nxt portland i haven't seen it yet i haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. yeah
2: yeah i i caught uh i think it was the opener like i just put it on and it was the opener which was uh keith lee versus um dajakovic yeah i can't remember i'm like wow you said the other ch- ran off the yeah. tongue mm, yeah <laughs> it's like meadowood <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh when you a man yeah. like Meadowood, you can say names like that. <laughs> <laughs> that that match was insane. And and like every time I would come across it I'm like this guy is like again like mm-hmm. you've seen them like do their goodbye tour in the indies <laughs> like forever everywhere. Right. And but they keep like but up in their yeah. game. Yeah, yeah that, did that they was do uh, destroyer on the apron
1: spot. That wasn't that one, like one of their things they would do a lot. <sighs> yeah, they didn't. Ins- no,
2: this one was insane. I I'm sure there's a clip of it somewhere. Uh, Keith Lee is like by the announcing area. He's sitting on a chair, and by uh, oh, yes. Jack does mm-hmm. the yeah does like a uh, flip over the top rope from inside the ring out, lands onto Keith Lee. Like I'm like I had to watch that, like three times. So I'm like he had to be like inches from his head hitting the ground. Jeez. Yeah, but yeah, like they they pulled it off. It was an amazing match. But after that, uh, you know, I was running around the house, so I didn't get to fully watch the whole thing. Okay. But I caught Champa's match. It okay. also was great. Mm-hmm. A lot of storytelling there. Yeah. yeah. Which is um, what,
1: yeah, that's great on takeovers like Champa. Mm-hmm. His matches usually seem to be like, because he can't really flip. He doesn't have a flippy guy. So right. he goes mostly into the storytelling. Yeah.
0: And that's just as, I mean, yeah, that's, that's just he as He doesn't great. need to do you know, anything like, yeah. else. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you're, if you, you get, draw get, that raw emotion, like you don't have to, you don't have to do any of that. You can just mm-hmm. like, with your eyes and your face, you can just tell that story mm-hmm. of like, you know, desperation or heartbreak or something, and people right. just like that's that's what gets people out of their seats.
2: Yep. Did you get to ref any of uh, Champa's matches or Keith Lee? No,
0: no, I uh, I just missed all those guys. Mm. I was I did an Evolve seminar out in Joppa, Maryland. That was the farthest I've ever traveled for wrestling. Um,
1: Joppa, that's random. Yeah, is that random? Joppa yeah, they well, no, they. Oh, they'd, I guess they're in that they East Coast area. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: They they run an arena out there okay. um, pretty often, but uh, Matt Riddle was the, was the head trainer. Um, and so I got to work kind of one-on-one with him, you know, mm-hmm. you know, he was teaching everyone like selling and, and I'd never done uh, Bro. I'd never, yeah, I'd never <laughs> done a, uh, a drill before in my life, but like they got everyone like one by one to do, you know, drills, Yeah, you know, they, okay, drop down, roll, you know, leapfrog, whatever. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. And, and I've never done any of this stuff. So I, I walked in there and I had to do the sequence and I did it. And I just, I just like, I'm just going to go all out. I'm just going to do it. So I like did the, did the roll. I did the leapfrog. I jumped out of the ring and, you know, uh-huh. and Riddle's sitting on the rope and he just goes, not bad for a referee. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, good. I've won this day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I got oh, to meet Keith Lee that night and, um, uh, yeah, that was just that that wave of talent that's mm-hmm. in NXT now that I like just missed the opportunity to right. to work with. Nice. But I feel like the next wave I'll probably have a good oh, handprint yeah. on those guys sure. oh, yeah. and gals.
1: Um what a, uh oh, first off, hobbies, do you play any D&D? No. No. No, I don't. Okay. Cuz you're like that's something I'm noticing like that's a little bit of an actor realm would enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to. I
0: like uh, I like games. Like I like uh, yeah. like strategic games. Not yeah. like not necessarily like party games. Like like Taboo or whatever. Right. But like when you get into like Ticket to Ride and um, you know Seven Wonders. Like these strategy card games. Yeah. Those are fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. But as far as like role playing, like uh, you know, really charades. <laughs> I'll do charades.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just recently played. I was playing Margaret in 1v1 Clue. Ever played 1v1 Clue? with oh, do No. know. Shit kind of intense, dog. Like, I was, <laughs> it was testing our relationship. But oh, wow. Yeah, it was intense. But it was Who like. were
0: you? Wait, were you Colonel? Oh, no.
1: So we did. Uh, it, was, uh, it was Clue, like, Lost in Vegas or something. So it was basically oh. like The Hangover. Okay. Mm. So I ended up being. I think my character's name was Chloe Cobalt. Okay, and uh, I think I just like they didn't have a lot of they didn't have orange. Orange is that color, so it went with blue. Mm. And then um, it was intense, like because with Clue, there's just so many people in the game. Mm-hmm. Usually, you play with like four or five people. Yeah, but with it's one-on-one, it's one-on-one. So you're just asking the person the same question. So yeah. every time she asked me, I got information from what she was asking. Oh, so it was just like every game came down to the wire. Wow,
0: intense stuff. And I'm sure once you. you're like constantly like trying to get information you start getting defensive and yeah <laughs> <laughs> why are you asking me that again no. i told you already
1: <laughs> the first time she was like we i tried to like rock kind of roll i was like oh i didn't know that can i like take from this pile and she's like no no we already passed that and i'm like all right all right it's on <laughs> all right it's on yeah so that's how we're gonna do it huh? yeah and it went in two games to one but yeah it's not a big deal right? it's funny how
0: like the real person comes out when is-
2: <laughs> <laughs> either that yeah. or when you're building furniture Oh yeah, that is a uh, relationship tester. Oh yes, it is. My we, wife will we tell We built mm-hmm. this weekend. That's what we did. So I saw. Yeah. During the NXT uh, periods, we were we built uh, my daughter her uh, her bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm always scared of building furniture. Like yeah. I, I always tell Carla, I'm like, can we just buy it like built already? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: How does it fit through the doorway?
2: Fuck,
1: like, <laughs> <Right. how laughs> I, dude, I would
2: figure <laughs> that out. Yeah. But building it from scratch, it terrifies me. I but, become, yeah, I become.
0: Another human being. I have to. When I'm tasked with like, I just had to hang a curtain rod up once, and like, I was an angry, angry man that day. And my wife has got just an enormous amount of patience (laughs) for me when I'm in that mode. But I just like, I'm just like, you know, I get so scared of like, you know, ruining something. You know, like, yeah, drilling a hole. Like, I swear to God, there are no studs in our walls in our house. I cannot find a stud in our house. I'm like, I've done, I've done, well, uh, well, (laughs) that goes without saying, but I don't want to drill into me. Um, but I've tried everything like knocking on the wall, stud finders. Mm
2: -hmm. No,
0: I was hanging up like my son's, uh, bookshelves Mm -hmm. and they're just like free shelves that you just hang up on the wall. And like, I was trying to find a stud. The first bit of shelves that I was hanging up, Mm -hmm. the people that like are going to take the shelf off the wall. They're going to see, Nine drill holes, <laughs> all in a row, because I could not find. It. Oh, that that yeah. made me so mad.
1: No, yeah. it's it's true because I this is my fir- I own right now, and this is my first uh, first time I've ever owned a piece of property
0: a condo in, or a house a
1: condo nice. in Avondale, Congrats. yeah. And it's a different mindset. Like mm-hmm. you are 100 more careful because. It's on you. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, you know, you rented a place and you mm-hmm. put uh, an, an accident hole in the wall. You're like, oh, just your take Lambo. it out of our, they'll take it out of, when we move out, they'll take it out of the deposit depositor. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's a whole different ball yeah, game. Yeah. It's so, up to yeah. you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've got so many holes in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> it's very unsettling. Uh, um,
1: yeah. Give me some, give me a couple of things you're liking right now that freelance is doing.
0: Oh God! I just love, I love all the production they're putting into it. I love okay. the lights. I love the ring. Um, just they're investing in themselves, and mm-hmm. and you you're seeing it pay off. You yeah. know, um, and you know I you know Kylie's run is amazing.
1: It's really good so it's, far. Uh, she's had two bangers back to back. I don't it's know just, if I can continue, but
0: you know she's just got this like she's on this r- r- ride right now, and mm-hmm. it's just like. Her energy is infectious and it just like it it brings like this visceral feeling out of people and you feel that when you're out there, Mm -hmm. you know, with her. This I I love roughing Kylie's matches selfishly (laughs) because I love just being there to kind of absorb it, you know. Yeah. Just being in the center of it and just feeling that just raw emotion from the crowd, you know.
1: You talk about emoting. She is the she's the emote queen right now, facially. Kylie? Like, yeah, I mean like I don't I don't I feel like her facial expressions are just like a ten right now. I don't oh, know yeah. if that's just me but, oh yeah she's or they've always been, mm-hmm. but obviously no, the last couple of matches have been very intense,
0: yeah I and mean, yeah. she's she's a great storyteller she's you know she's fantastic at what she does she can put mm-hmm. on great matches um and uh yeah, I mean, I love how Effie's coming in here a lot like mm-hmm. Effie's brought yeah, a it's... really good energy to the to the place. Um, I loved what they did with Eye Candy. You know, he's my man. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Um, like we we trained together. Yeah, we grew kind of grew up in the business together, and like whenever he's backstage, it's like, ah, oh, okay, like I'm comfortable now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's my boy. Um, yeah, I so. think
1: uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. So mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I do. We do. I think we all do want him there. But I want what, him if there. if he does if and when he does come back, like. Mm-hmm. In my, like, making it maybe a year gone would mm-hmm. be, will have a greater feeling. Or, like, this is just hypothetical. Yeah. But, like, we do miss him. And, like, when he if and when he does come back, you know. I miss you.
0: Yeah. It's going to be great. I miss yeah. you, I same, same
2: feeling goes to Monix, who yeah. decided to take a I little know. break.
0: Right. Yeah. But, but, I mean, credit to those guys for being able to, like, just take a step back. for a yeah, second. yeah. So They're smart. Just Craig
1: up. just did that, right? I don't, uh, Craig might have been hurt, but Craig, yeah. I think it was like kind of hurt, still kind of burnt out, kind of break. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. didn't ask he him. He wanted to
0: focus on like other things in his life. Yeah. It's, like,
1: it's, like, it's so yourself, It's an yeah. off season, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone's yeah. like, WWE should have an off season. It's kind of like the same
0: thing. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's, you know, I just love those, both those guys, Monix yeah. and Eye Candy and, you know, and I already miss them <laughs> <laughs> backstage. Yeah.
2: Definitely. Yeah. Um, so... You know I've noticed uh in your uh, uh, Twitter stream mm-hmm. that you you keep posting pins. are you collecting wrestling pins? Oh
0: I was yeah, I yeah. was I just it got to a point where like you know it was it was it was fun to do like it gave mm-hmm. me some something to do and and it was a good it was a good experiment, you know, like figuring out like which guys are just like yeah, yeah, take it and which guys <laughs> are like uh, you know I'll, I'll just charge you half mm-hmm. and which guys are like, give me full price. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was an interesting experiment, uh-huh. but uh, it got, you know, one of my pins fell off. I lost a couple of them. I lost yours. Mm. I'm so sorry about that guys. Uh, that's okay. But it just like, ugh, like they're not going to stay in my bag. And I don't want to yeah. like worry about like <laughs> right. approaching someone and asking for a pin and then asking for 15 bucks. And I'm like, <laughs> right. you know, and I have to cough it up. Like, what am I going to do? Like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> I know.
1: Yeah, that's the, yeah. yeah. That's sometimes why I stay around merch tables. is like, I want to say hi and talk to people, mm-hmm. but then I feel obligated to buy something. And it's like, if I'm not in the market at that time, yeah, then it can be a little awkward. But yeah, pins are, pins are tricky. Like they're a very small thing, but the, if you're trying to make money on it and make yeah. a business, wrestling, it's got to be marked up a little bit. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm, I'm
0: all about like helping the guys. Like, yeah, obviously. I'll, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give a guy 10 bucks for, for a shirt you know like i'll do that right like i'm all about helping people and like you know <laughs> building their helping build their their brand and getting them to a good place where they they can give away stuff yeah you know? um yeah pins are you like i like? totally to understand if like mm-hmm. you want if you want to charge me half or whatever like uh-huh. cool like i'm all about that um but man some guy's like <laughs> 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 you know it's a pin man like, right, right
1: right right i i yeah Um, I didn't even know you had one of ours, so, but yeah, I mean, Chris, Chris recently lost a a pin in some,
2: I did, in the celebration. So funny enough, like I don't have, like I would get, I was very picky about the ones that I would go out and buy or whatever. Mm. And Gringos is the only one that I had two pins of, like two, he has two different designs and I bought both designs and yeah, I lost one, but I'm like, well, I have the replacement. So, you know, I replaced it on my hat. And it's all good, but that's the only one that I had a double of. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, Pins was, it, it seemed, because I had an obsession with buying shirts. And funny enough, then the closet was, got full. Yeah, it got full. <laughs> Carla put, you know, a bunch of shirts in a box. And I'm like, well, what was your reasoning? She's like, I don't know. I just put, you know, wrestling shirts in a box, but I still had drawers full. And we had a new bedroom set. So it was like putting everything back in. I yeah. counted about 80 shirts, wow. res, wrestling shirts. Wow. wow. Plus clutch. there's still like a bin somewhere that I don't know that Carlos like, yeah, it's somewhere like it, it's a bin full of your shirts. 80,
1: plus, 80 plus a bin.
2: Yeah. 80 plus a bin. So that's awesome. I, it's not, Impressive. I, I, it, <laughs> it shocked me a little bit. So then I'm like, cause yeah, eventually I stopped buying the shirts and moved into pins, but I'm like, yeah. I'm going to be picky about the ones I get. Yeah. Uh-huh. So
0: yeah, it was a funny story. It was like, um, I just got done with, uh Roughing a match between Lucha Brothers and LAX at AAW. A- a-
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, this was right before they debuted for AEW. Like, it was the like right. next night. Um, but it was just... That's when the Bucks showed up, right? N- no. This was... No. No, that was not that night. Okay.
1: It was... Was that a oh, JLM night, maybe? No. Uh, it may have been.
0: JLMT, excuse me. Yeah, it may have been. Sorry um something. but But the match was it was just a barn burner of a match. Everyone was high off of it.
1: Oh yeah. Um,
0: and you know, I'm backstage and you know, I, and I go to Ray and I'm like, Hey man, like you mind if I get a pen of you guys? And you know, they, they had me as the ref and they appreciated. it. They're like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just wait right here. Okay. So like, just Mm -hmm. waited there and I waited there while Penta and Ray proceeded to spend the next half an hour counting their money. (laughs) so i just had to sit there watching them <laughs> i sat there for a half hour while they counted their money i'm like oh my god
2: was this the money guys, that got thrown in the ring yeah 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 these
0: guys are making a killing mm-hmm. yeah but it was just so funny i like
2: yeah, <laughs> that is is funny Sat there yeah. watching them
0: and they're like okay bro we'll get you a pit. <laughs>
2: uh, that's, that's awesome yeah Um, Is there a wrestler out there or wrestlers that you would like to ref for? Um,
0: Yeah, I'd love to, uh, you know, I'd I'd love to work Brian Cage once. I haven't worked with him yet. Um, Hmm. I'd like to work with uh, Pillman. Sounds like you want to work a warrior show then. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) One day, I think it'll be in the cards eventually (laughs) down the road. But, um, but yeah, I mean, um, I'd like to work with Tessa again. You know, like I've I've worked with her before, but you know, now that she's like, you know, Mm -hmm. she's on another level now. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, like to just you know give her one more go and um, yeah, I feel like there's there's more. I know there's more, but those are those are the ones that popping out of my mind. But Brian Cage is everywhere, and I feel like. Yeah, God, why haven't I? I haven't even been on a show with him. Really, you know, like I've yeah. never even like met the guy. Like I'd love to, like, yeah, you know, figure out, you know, find out what he's all about. From what I hear, he's a nice guy. Yeah,
2: yeah, From he's what yeah.
1: yeah. Are you doing any Tampa refing?
0: No. no, no, it's hard. Like, yeah, you know, I've got a family now, and right traveling is is not something that's you know easy for me, and you know because I yep because I'm. I love my son and I love my wife and i you know, we're very much a partnership, you know, um, you know, this is 50, 50 parenting that we're doing, you know, like I don't want to miss a single birthday. I don't want to miss yeah. anything, you know, that's awesome, and that's yeah. like, and that's just the, the, the trope about wrestling is like, well, you got to miss birthdays, you got to miss this and you got to miss yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm at a point now where it's like I'm at a pretty good stage mm-hmm. in the career but I'm nervous about getting to that other level because, well, because I don't want to miss anything. Right. Know? I don't want to miss anything. Yeah, yeah no, I get doing, you. You know, like, so, you know, traveling's not easy if if it's pretty close. Like, you know, if it's Milwaukee, you know, I can get there. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, I'm not, I haven't been booked for Tampa and I'm not necessarily pursuing it. Yeah. I'm happy sticking close to, to the home. Right, right, right. No, that's good. I mean, yeah. I think it's I'd love uh, to at least one one time before I'm done experience a WrestleMania weekend somewhere. Uh,
1: yeah, I think that That's, I That uh, can be a goal, but yeah, I agree. I think we in the sa- in the same bucket. Like I think I I think I owe myself one as a fan, especially just how the wrestling landscape is right now. You could just make such a what seems to be an exciting weekend out of it. So, yeah. yeah. It's just like on the docket this 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 year is Eight weddings, three bachelor parties, which one I'll probably skip, Jeez. and maybe my own wedding, which will be very Ooh. small, but like what not. You maybe your own wedding. Have you proposed? We have proposed, but we're okay. just like mm. taking it like extremely I you slow. I'm like
0: thinking d- of proposing. Like,
1: <laughs> mm. No, I noticed your ring, actually. I was just, I just had a bunch of white gold rings on my mm-hmm. finger, like right before I came here and yeah. on Madison. Um, but that when I would think about a mania weekend, I'm like, yes, I want to do it. But then I look at this year and I'm like, okay, not this year, Yeah,
0: but yeah, it's intense. I yeah. just saw the schedule. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. mm-hmm. but it's cool. Like I, I love how there, there is such a thing like that for wrestling. Right. You know, like I've, I've done like back in college, my acting days, there have been like, you know, theater festivals where, you know, you, you go do seminars and plays. And then Nate and I were talking, we were drive. we drove down together, to freelance underground and we were talking about this and we were saying there's needs to be like more, there's just show, 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 show. There needs to be like times where you could go, Oh, I'm going to take this class or I'm going to take, go to that seminar or, or what have you. Like there's not enough of that.
1: I think, Why? Well, I think, weekends. yeah, I, yeah, that's true. I think freelance is, I mean, freelance is kind of building like almost like a training academy seminar, especially mm-hmm. like and right in your backyard. So mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with that, that it would be cool to, to have more seminars at the WrestleMania weekend. But I think, I think also, yeah, there, that might be, I mean, they're doing one with the North. Yep. The North. So there might be a ton of seminars coming up
0: That's great. at that location yeah. behind
1: PWT. That's so, awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah. Cause you can totally use that as like, mm-hmm. you know, a launching pad to, you know, launch people into the business. Like if fans yeah. just want to go and just keep going to these matches. Oh, what if I went to the seminar? Yeah, Like, just a fan, just going to a seminar to, like, listen to Ooh, yeah. the North talking about tag team wrestling. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, oh. You know, like, maybe it just might spark something. Right, right. You know? Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And it's, like, 50 bucks. And I just feel like, yeah, for the amount of knowledge you could get, I feel like it's so worth it. Like, you stay in, like, two Saturdays and you save that $50. And, like, you gain so much knowledge from these people. Yeah. So it's cool to see, like them building this this hub of like of and it's just going to help their product too cuz they're training the people that are now going to be on the shows and it's just like mm. a system
0: almost yeah. like in tag team, team wrestling man. like they that that will be a good seminar cuz tag yeah. team wrestling there's such a psychology to it and it's so it's so intricate that people need to take these seminars to really remember what tag team wrestling is all about should yeah. be all about you right. know cuz like nowadays it's like it's you know roll in roll out roll in roll out whatever so
1: are you not a fan of the take it home records style rules or the lucha house rules
0: well no or- i mean they're if if it's like you and know take like- it home records are fun like yeah, I, yeah, it doesn't some- i really don't care what they do because okay. they i love all those guys uh-huh. um but there have been times where like you know i'm roughing some you know younger kids and there was like the six-man tag and they were doing half lucha half tag and uh yeah and it's like okay one, like uh, yeah. yeah let's you know right. pick one you know
1: mm-hmm. definitely
2: great so um if we don't have anything else on the dessert we can jump into word association cool
0: oh boy okay
2: are you ready sam
1: no
0: pressure I know there's no pressure Because no one does it right <laughs> Oh it's, yeah He's really good uh, uh, One word right uh, Yeah, It is
1: it's it is harder than it sounds But yes It is
2: Yeah There's Let's see if I can if There's I can some flubs in yeah. it in uh, Yeah, uh, yeah. Alright Here we go Freelance wrestling Innovative Oh Steen tent cell. What? What? <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Steinhaffel's tent Do you remember that? Oh, is is that is that how you say it? Steinhoffels? Are you
0: saying Steinhoffels? Yes. That. Furniture.
2: Yes. Uh, tent sale. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Well, no, I know what you're saying. I did not put that one in the agenda. What is that? Steinhafels
0: tent Yes. <laughs> um. Golfing. <laughs> it, was so, a, it was a commercial I did, like a uh, little local commercial that uh, I did. Okay, on
1: Sam's
2: okay. YouTube channel. You did some digging,
1: Grizzle <laughs> Chris, Chris Dig. Yeah,
2: no disqualifications. Fun. Earl Hebner, legend. Voiceovers. Money. Space monkey. Fun. No no, <laughs> no, no, I can't use it Um, great. Cello pro.
0: This is really hard. <laughs> this one-word answers are really hard. I wanted to say
2: fun. Um,
0: um promising.
2: Oh, nice. Ooh. Joey Ryan's penis. <laughs> <What>? Large. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago. Home. Louis. <sighs> Heart. That's all
0: 10.
1: Is that your son? hmm yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, that should have been home. Like, I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I, I think we should put, I was, were you going to say green at all for Zola, pro I was thinking green. <laughs> That's, yeah, That's,
0: that was another th- word that came into my mind. I think, the but heart- I wanted to give them more. I wanted to give them uh, something more than that.
1: No, that was that was. Let's clap it up. That was a good round. It was a very good, good round. All right. Um, I th- I think the hardest I laughed on episode in 2019 was when we had Zello Pro on. Uh, I think Blair Onyx said green for Zello Pro. <laughs> And so, like, when we were making the list, I was like, I'm just gonna throw that. I'm just gonna think I'm just gonna throw Zell Pro into all <laughs> these and just to see if people
0: People say green. Just see if people say green, yeah. yeah. Which
1: is credit to their branding, but yeah, yeah, I was promising. I think
0: it's fun yeah. for them. In my mind, I was like, fun, can't use that. <laughs> and I saw green. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I wanna give them more credit.
2: All right. all right. To close off the dessert, what is your favorite dessert?
0: Banana cream pie.
2: Wow. Oh. Specific.
0: Yeah. Anything with banana in it. From water. where? From where? Oh, I don't know. Maker Square? Any any pie maker who knows what they're doing. Any, any pie maker. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: okay. Any pie guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Any Anything that has banana and some sort of chocolate. Okay. I There's a
2: really good banana cream pie. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Who's Your Mama Pie? Mm-hmm. On Sounds Chicago good. Avenue,
0: it's got a cool no. name. Must yeah. be good. It's, it's,
2: There's never like a ton of good like pie, but pl- like places. That's known all for they their pie. do, just but, pies. And right, it's okay. a small place on Chicago Avenue. I wouldn't be able to tell. I think it's like, I know it's like, what what is that? Uh West of Halstead. but mm. it's so. Good. Check it out. Who, who's a lot your mom? Who's your mama? Who's your mama pies? Mm-hmm.
1: What was that? So there's a lot of stuff west of stuff Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay. you know, Colorado. You can Google it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll Google it. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I'm not one of those people who's like who knows the grid system. I just oh, like, yeah. know. like. Do you know the grid system?
0: No, a little bit.
1: Okay, yeah. Margaret's dad was a super, I mean, he worked for like Nycor Gas for like his whole life, but super grid system guy. But I'm like, I'm more of a like general vicinity via intersection kind of, kind <laughs> sure. of directional guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, oh, I right. came from New York City, and that's that's as clear of a grid system as you can get. You know, New- Avenue, 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 Street, 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 Street. New like, Yorker here, New York City, like okay. in Manhattan, mm-hmm. it's like First Avenue, Second Avenue, Third Avenue, Fourth Avenue, uh, and then it's, it's like Fifty like- Sixth Street, Fifty Fifth Street, Fifty Fourth Street. Oh, you know? uh, okay, easy,
1: nice. Well, Sam, thank you,
2: thank you for joining us in the. Thanks, rest guys, of the for timeline. having
0: me. Thanks for listening, and yeah, you know,
1: did you enjoy yourself?
0: Oh my God, I had a blast. Yeah. Just hanging out with you guys.
1: Yeah, it's been fun. It's always fun to have fans on, too. So now you'll yeah. get to hear yourself and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe more signings and bookings. We'll see.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, well, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you know, you never know.
0: Yep. Uh, I'm on Twitter at, at refslamsam. I'm on Instagram at Um, And then... I don't really do Facebook, so let's yeah. do Twitter and Instagram. If I'm
2: there, um, any upcoming shows that you'll be in soon?
0: Yep, uh, this Friday is AAW, the Art of War. Uh, looks like it's gonna be a really fun show. Mm-hmm. And then March sixth is Freelance. Um, they've already sold out the reserved seating. Yeah, there's no more announcing CD. any more any matches. Any matches at all? Um,
2: that,
1: yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. uh, uh, and then. Yeah, and then I'm doing Rise, um the cool. final Rise show. The final Rise show, yeah.
1: yeah did you hear about sad. that? No, I did not. No sad. more. Li- they're going to do seminars still, yeah. but no more live events. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. don't think they ha- they have the cash for it, and like.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but it is sad. It is sad. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I'll christen them. I'll see them off.
1: Yeah, you might ref the last Rise match ever.
0: Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Well. Probably two juice. Probably two. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's time to go home. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you can visit our website at two You yeah. can follow us on social media at two heels a face on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's number two heels and a face. Mm-hmm. You can visit our pro wrestling tea store at pro wrestling teas.com slash two face. You can get baby merch or hoodies at watermaneuver.net. Yeah. Just search for two heels a face. And you can get to Heels and a Face pins over at WrestlingWithUnicorns.org. Make yeah. sure you check out their merch as well. Mm-hmm. And Charlie, where can they listen to our episodes?
1: iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify. And
2: other platforms. Spotify other but platforms. Spotify is a good one. Spotify is a new one. Check it's it out.
0: Other black market platforms.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have to pay Bitcoin to, to, to get into it.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, hashtag GPA. Yep. And hashtag repush Paco.
0: Yeah.
1: Paco hopefully wins at the Art of War and starts that train again. Let's go.
0: What's he doing? Sicky dice? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be good to see him again. Repush him. Yeah.
2: Repush Paco.
0: Every, <laughs> every two heels in a freeze.